to the Donna and Steve experience right here on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. There she yeah. goes. That's our new show open. Hope you we guys like the, it. Because we ain't changing it. That's it. If we believe it got the boss's approval. Uh, then, then again, all she texted me was, as long as it's not something else by Leonard Skinner or Metallica, we should be good. So we're oh. a low bar. Okay, all right. Yeah, a low bar there. All right, great. So, anyway, great. we got that Thank settled, you. which is great. It is awesome. a, uh, what's today? Uh, it's today's a Tuesday. Tuesday. Today's a Tuesday, which means we will be playing a little same name game. Okay. Today with Rocco. That that's happens right. at 1130. Mm-hmm. We'll play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge today. Okay. And that's going to happen at 1030. May I do a quick tease? Hang on. Uh, yes. You have to listen at 10 o'clock today <coughs> because we have found the worst Christmas song you will ever hear in your life. Wow. Holly, did you guys play this this morning? No. Oh, please tune in at 10 a.m. Little after ten, right Ooh, after I, the journal alert. It's called a tease. Yeah. Donna found this. Told you didn't me not, listen. Not to listen. I didn't listen. Okay. I didn't okay. listen. And You're then she said, "You're gonna lose it. You're gonna lose your mind." And this is like we have like a, this is like an eight or nine minute segment um, at ten o'clock, <laughs> and she's one song in there. It says, "Don't listen yet," and then it says, "This is going to take the whole segment. We're going to mm-hmm. need all of the time to process this now." And underneath it also says, "You are going to freaking die, die when, you, when hear you hear this." this. Okay. Can, <laughs> can you give us a hint? I just have one question for you. I don't think you know the song. Is this song... It's not Dominic. Is it the an old song, song or did it just drop? So is this like a It's contempor- old. Okay. It's oh, 1970. Really? Oh. If anyone oh. has guesses, you can email the show, Donna and Steve show at mytalk1071.com. Oh, I thought this was a new entry into oh, no. the Christmas music zeitgeist. Oh, no. Oh. This is something that if you were alive in 1970 and were of a certain age... You might remember this song. Now, I last year, don't, but I am scarred for life after hearing it. Oh, great. So now you're going <laughs> to make everyone listen to it, Donna. That's right. Yes, that's right. That's, right. that's uh, schadenfreude. I don't know. You know, you need to laugh at other people's expense. You need to bring Misery Loves Company. Let's all do it together. Last year, right around this time, uh, I think it was Rocco who just was like, oh, and here's a new one from uh, Camila Cabello. And then we heard live on the air. He wasn't playing it for a joke. He, it was being played for like, listen to this. And then we heard her say, have yourself a merry little crease noise. And we were immediately like, what in the world did you, we just hear, rewind it. We need to hear it again. We would like to think that we started the, the internet meme. Oh yeah. Cause then the internet just went nuts. It. Yeah. It was a whole thing. This is about a hundred times worse. My, I have one question. <laughs> um, and you can either answer it or make us wait until 10 o'clock. Is it a, Pronunciation awkward no, thing or no. okay. It's content. Okay. Oh, even it better. It is a story song. Love. Like you've never heard in your life. Are and we gonna hear gonna the listen, whole song? We're gonna listen to two minutes of it. We have Unbelievable. to. Unbelievable. This is this is great. Oh. I am excited for this. Oh my gosh, it's even gonna trump this. I'll be home for Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> How can oh, a song Christmas? You can't even imagine. <laughs> A song this bad. Now, to, you know what? To Camila Cabello's credit, uh, after the it started to get memeified, she went and did a little video online where she was talking to herself 
And she was like, hey, right. so let's just work on the song real quick. I'll be home for Christmas. Oh, and yeah, it was The other her was like, we's moist. She was like, no, no, Christmas. <laughs> it is interesting when people decide to make those choices. There is something in a studio, a recording studio. It's like international waters are for gambling. Like once you're out on a cruise ship in, in international waters, anything goes. You got money. You're good here. We're not IDing you, whatever. Same thing happens in a recording studio where if that happened anywhere else, People would have stopped her. People who care about her, who right. love her, well, would have said, no, 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 don't do that. Say Christmas. Unless you're too big of a star like this guy. Now, in Elton John's defense. <laughs> he just had that, dental work? No. That, <laughs> that was at peak pandemic. So maybe he had been, you know, hitting the old sauce right before the Not backyard excuse. performance. No, I don't He's think sober. so. He, he is a sober then. guy. How about um, Adam Levine, though? This is not a great one. I don't know where that is, though. And again, though, it's in the it's in this uh, that like the magic of performing. Adam Levine was performing at his house for a performance on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon during the pandemic. It was a Zoom. Yep. It was a Zoom, and it sounded great. It sounded so good until he unnecessarily duropped right in the middle of the song, which of course then made. Us never hear the song the same way again. It kind of ruined the song for you, Donna, because it was a meaningful oh my God, song I love, for you before. Uh, it, that song made me cry, and then you kept ruining it and ruining he it. He ruined it. I didn't ruin it. Oh, man. <laughs> we'll have to find that, too. I don't you know did. where it is anymore. But then, you know, you've got news people screwing up, too. In the Mexico <laughs> City. That is uh, Lou Dobbs attempting to say Oaxaca. But what? he opted for in the Mexican city of Barcelona. <laughs> you know Can you what? Play it one more time, please. Okay, ready? So he says before this in the Mexican city of, and then he gets tripped up. Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to say Oaxaca, and I think he may have spelled it out phonetically. I can't throw stones in this glass house because that happened to me no. the first time that I went to say uh, Matamidai on television <laughs> and I practiced it at my desk that day and I wrote it out phonetically in a way that would make sense and then the moment came on live television and I said Mahatmadi instead of Matamidi <laughs> and so <laughs> you know what were you on the news desk the actual uh, news desk it, luckily it? it wasn't the news desk oh, it no. was Twin Cities Live which means instead of me just powering through it Elizabeth stopped the show down and was like, what just happened? And then it turned into a whole thing similar to Durop, Wassel, Da, Umtil Tannen. You know what? You talk enough, you're bound to screw something up. Oh, every day. Every single day. Live. Yes. We don't get to rehearse. No. Nope. Didi, what happened to you right after the show yesterday? So we're, we're, we do, we shoot a video, we do some podcast stuff. We are walking out and then we're talking to, uh, to, to Jess. Jess is helping us organize some things. <laughs> yeah, sure. And then she is just the three of us in the hallway. And uh, she said, you know what? I, I, maybe I'll try to resend the email. And Donna said, oh, I forwarded it to you. And then I looked at her and then it dawned on her and she said, hmm. And now you realize that's how you always say it. Forward. I said Not forward. forward. Like, po- po- like police. <laughs> forward. <laughs> yeah, I'd never heard it before. It was, yeah. but, you know, you have a lot of words that you say Talking well. It's hard, guys. It really is. Let me and- see. I think I have Maroon 5 here. He didn't have to. Can you do it again? (laughs) As much as you want, Holly. I love this. Here we go. No! (laughs) Why did he do that? Because he was feeling it. He was in the zone. What was he supposed to be saying? Nothing. Nothing. Here's to the one that we got. 
pause. Mm-hmm. Here's to the one that we, yeah. And then he added his own. No! <laughs> and we've ruined that song for everyone who listens to this show. Oh, what a journey. Oh, huh? well. oh uh, in the English language, you know, my um, my daughter was in the car last night and she looked and up on the screen on uh, one of the Audible books was Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. And she, she she's eight and she was like, Harry Potter and the Order of the... And I say, oh, wow, that is a tough word, isn't that? Imagine being learning the language. Right. And then they put right. the word Phoenix in front of you. And you're like, what? What and is that's another word, there? by the way, I get tripped up on. Not Phoenix, but... Order. Oh, yeah. Order. Order Fo- in the court. F- forward <laughs> me your order. And then we'll go to the theater. Oh, God. All right. Here's what we'll do. Uh, right. We'll take a quick break. How about this? When we come back, um, let's wake our brains up a little bit. Uh, I've got a few things that make you go, huh? Do you know the actor who was considered to play George Costanza on Seinfeld before Jason Alexander got the job? Big name comic today. Like, you could argue height of his powers today. Really? Can you figure it out? I'll tell you about it. And what Jason Alexander knows about that Seinfeld reunion that's been hinted at. All that when we come back. Hello. Welcome back. Donna and Steve here on my talk 107.1. Hey, Donna. Where talk is fun. Hey, Steve. (laughs) Hey, Holly. Hey. Hey, Holly. Uh, we didn't even get to Donna's raking leaves story. I just did. It's not a story. It's just a, a... Still going, huh? I can't get one of my maple trees to, like, finish falling. Yeah. I mean, the leaves to keep falling. I mean, it's just still holding on to the leaves. Yeah, some of them do have, like, uh, detachment issues where they just are like, I know right. these leaves are dead, but I just want them to stay here. I swear there are some trees who keep their leaves, their dead leaves, until spring. It's Until so the weird. new leaves come. It's weird. What are they hanging on by? I don't if know. Isn't the root system all dried up there for the leaf to attach no to idea. the branch? Don't know how it works. Anyway. No, but I had like fall cleanup done. The yard is all great. Because I wanted it done before company came. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now here I am a week later with leaves all over my yard again. It's a sitch. It is. Mm, People don't a... say company much anymore. Yeah. They sure don't. Don't eat that. That's for company. Yeah. We have company coming. <laughs> Clean your room. Don't eat those peanuts. That's for company. <laughs> you knew there was company. If there was shrimp cocktail in the fridge, oh. it's like, who's coming over? Wow. Who's coming over, Mom? Is it Ken and Jane? Or the uh, the, yeah, the, the the party crackers, like <laughs> right, special totally. crackers that could withstand some sort of a spread? For us, if we had like a, a wine cheese in a like tub... Oh, yeah. Like just a little, like, yogurt-sized tub. Yeah. It was like, don't eat that. <laughs> anyway, I had comfort. That's nice. Thanks. Oh, by the way, about my trees, I just want you to know, I had dinner with friends the other night, and uh, so one of our friends, their their dental hygienist lives across the way from us. Okay, I can see their house right now. So they're, they're like, our backyards are separated by a little thing, but we, we can see each other's backyards. Okay. Friend says, two hygienists. Uh, oh, yeah, did you ever end up meeting my friend Steve? Oh, yeah, you know, we went past our house at Halloween. Unprompted, I kid you not, she said, you would not believe how big these trees that he planted in his backyard are. Donna Valentine. Congratulations, that's just what you wanted. Unprompted, yeah. I mean, that's it was great. fantastic. That's like, that's the equivalent, that's the yard equivalent if someone said, wow, Steve's been working out. 
Correct. Yes, yes, yes. You're so thirsty for the compliments. Oh, you have no idea. Congratulations. Also, just to stay in Backyard real quick before we get to this fascinating little Seinfeld bit, and then an interesting bit about the maybe reunion that's happening. Um, I I did my first solo hot tub experience last night. After the kids were all gone, so you just flip half of the cover off, sink in. Yep. Holy crap, do I like hot tubs. I've always known this about myself. But you know when you've made a big purchase and it costs a lot of money and that's always tough. It's tough to spend on anything. It doesn't matter what it is. A vacation, a vehicle, a home. It's just tough spending money. Water Um, heater. Water (laughs) heater. You know the drill. Mm Mm-hmm. But uh, sometimes you get a sense very early on, like, oh, this is going to be a good purchase. Now, you can check in with me in five years, and maybe I'll be singing a different tune. But um, I had, my brother texted me and said, you know, I have a friend who got who got one years back. They said they still use it about five times a week. Wow. A listener t- uh, DM'd me this morning and said that hot tub purchase that they made was one of the best purchases their family's ever made. She said, I swear to you, it's like truth serum for my 16-year-old son. (laughs) We get in and hang out. We don't even have to ask him questions. He just starts talking and telling us things. So (laughs) anyway, yeah, that's pretty fun. Um, Now I get into this. I found this to be rather interesting. There was another comedian, comedic actor, who was considered to play George Costanza in Seinfeld before the role ultimately went to Jason Alexander. You could argue this comedian is at the height of his powers right now. You could certainly argue that. Do you have any guesses? I bet Holly knows the answer. Mm. Jeopardy knows it. She knows it. I don't know the answer to this. Okay. All right. All right. Was this person well-known at the time Seinfeld Uh, went on the air? They would have been... Right around being known. I wouldn't say that they were well-known at that point. Shortly thereafter, though, they arrived. They landed on another early 90s program or two. Kevin and, James. Uh, and have since gone on. No. That's Dave a, Chappelle. That's a good guess. Kevin James is a good Dave. guess. Lou Dave Diamond Chappelle. Phillips. <laughs> Lou Diamond Phillips? No. Dave Chappelle. No. Okay. Okay. Mm. Is this kind of like a similar style look to George Costanza? The bald, the frump. Yeah. Very dissimilar look. Oh, so a hottie. I mean, you know, (laughs) Jason Alexander can can be a hottie if that's your thing. Well, I'll tell you this. If other white men are coming to your mind, you're barking up the wrong tree. Okay. So not a white man. That's it. Okay, okay. Not Dave Chappelle. Damon Wayans. Oh, not Damon Wayans. Oh, okay. Um, okay. David Allen Greer. Oh, good. Did I just love, say, yeah, love, love David him. Allen Greer. Yeah. He's very funny. Oh, uh, not gosh. not David Allen Greer. Dang. Oh, Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Yes. Shut hey! your face. You are really? exactly right. Yeah. Indeed. Wow. He was considered. Woo. What I win, um, by the way. No, uh, nothing. Okay. Um, Chris, Chris Rock later said that they made the right choice in going with Jason Alexander, but yeah, he and Seinfeld have long been buddies, and uh, so yeah, he was considered. Interesting. And then he went on to A Living Color, a very brief stint on Saturday Night Live, as I recall. Yep. Yep. Um, And now you could argue, you know, height of his powers now coming off of the Oscars slap controversy, then the big stand-up special that was live on Netflix. Chris Rock, ladies and gentlemen. All right. That that would have been a different kind of show, I think. But he, you know, when you think about it, he has a similar cantankerous vibe of like, why is everything going the wrong way, right? Right. Jason Alexander is George Costanza always yelling. Jerry, you know, he's always upset. Chris Rock could have played that in a very different way. You know, I can't remember what what I saw him in, but Jason Alexander 
was in some drama that I watched. Okay. And he was great. Completely different. Hmm. He's got, he can stretch himself. Exactly. I'd like to see more of him. I think he's really good. Remember, he was the baddie in Pretty Woman. Oh, yeah. He also danced in the streets for the McDLT sandwich. Don't remember that. Crispy and cold on one side and hot on the other. Why was it crispy and cold? Because the styrofoam (laughs) box that probably still exists for the McDLT kept your lettuce and tomato separate from the hot burger. What's the D? McDonald's. Oh, oh, the (laughs) McD. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I thought it was like, I don't know, like a BLT, I guess. Well, yeah, but it's McDonald's version. You know, they're punny like that. (laughs) Oh, my God, I'm so dumb. Donna, millions of dollars were spent on that name. That's right. And I never heard of it. Uh, By the way, he, Jason Alexander, also says, people are asking him, is there going to be like a Seinfeld reunion of some sort? And he's like, I don't know anything about a reunion. Hmm. Quit asking me. I wonder if... I, you know, we Super thought Bowl Super commercial. Bowl, it's got to be something like that. Don't you think? Well, this, yeah, it doesn't feel like a show is happening. Yeah. It feels like something something small. You know, they already, they already kind of did like a reunion of sorts on Curb Your Enthusiasm seasons ago. Where the, the, the plot of that season of Curb was them rebooting, sort of doing a reunion oh, of yes. Seinfeld. They were doing table reads and all that kind of stuff. I would really like to see a reunion. You know how, um, is it... Is it Variety that does it? Who does like like roundtables of actors on yeah, actors and, and the, the Hollywood, yeah, Reporter. Hollywood Reporter? Yeah, I would love to see like just a Q and A with them or them reminiscing about the show. What if? I mean, sure. If we went back and did a la Friends, the Friends reunion was really well yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Fresh Prince reunion yeah. was wonderfully done. Um, yeah, something like that would be fun. And it's not the Martin reunion, everybody, in case you haven't watched it yet. Martin! Oh, it just wasn't working for me. Damn, Gina! That's right, Donna. That's fun. You're funny. Thanks, man. Uh, Hey, when we come back, looks like it's official. Brad Pitt has a new girlfriend. And Brittany Mahomes caught dissing Taylor Swift. Hello. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Well, I think it's official, guys. Looks like Brad Pitt is off the market. Oh, I'm sorry, Donna. It's okay. You'd done all that work on your Bumble for what? <laughs> oh, the curation. Yeah, she oh, like favorite man. movie, Interview with a Vampire. Yeah. Okay, so he's dating uh, a woman named. Uh, Inez de Ramon. She is a, I believe she's a jewelry designer. Oh. A Swiss jewelry designer. Mm. They've been dating for a year, it looks like. Kind of keeping it under wraps. You know, the whole, oh, they're just friends. But then they were seen um, in November, I think, at a Bono concert together. Then they spent New Year's in Cabo. She was going, you know, flying wherever he was on set to visit. They were acting real coupley after his Babylon premiere. Babylon. Apparently she's chill. She's low key. Uh, She's been married before to actor Paul Wesley. They divorced. 
And so uh, good for him. This is the first person that really he's been with since you know who. Oh, Helena. What? Oh, Helena Yoli. Oh, nice. Uh, You know, there's an age difference. He's 59. She's 32. Very pretty. Are you looking at the pictures? No. You just don't care. No, no, no. This is great. I'm happy for um, for Brad and Miss Inez. Thank I you. I hope that they yeah. do do well together. What do they get each other for Christmas? Now that's tough, right? Mm. You think your aunt who who already has all of her baking supplies is difficult to shop for? <laughs> How about a celebrity? Well, you what, can't get her jewelry, right? Because she knows right. a lot about it. Especially, yeah. You try to slide a cubic zirconia her way. <laughs> She puts it on. She has like the jeweler's um, little monocle microscope thing. When you get it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, wow. That's eye clarity. Oh, thanks, honey. Mm. Remember, they taught you a lot about clarity of diamond based on letter, like eye clarity, J clarity. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Thanks, Donna. This is why I like talking to you on this show. You know, there is. I don't know. I don't know a lot about diamonds, but there are so many things to consider. Isn't it the three C's? Tell us what those are. Clarity. Yes, Queen. Carrot. Yes, Queen. And the other thing. <laughs> Carrot does start with a K. Oh, no. Oh, shoot. Oh. Wait a second. Damn it. No, but why does it say CT? 3CT. Or does it say KT? Uh oh. All right, now I'm Deep dive, stop. everybody. Oh, okay, go. okay. They, it is C. Oh, Carrot is all right. C. Clarity, carrot, and cut. You know what's KT? The, 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 the shape. 14 karat gold. That's it? That's, that's... All right. That's okay. All right. We, we got to the bottom of it, everybody. Or as we want to say fancily, karat. Karat. Why know. would 14 karat gold be spelled with a K and other karat sizes be with a C? That's what I'm saying. This is back to the language, guys. We got to redo this whole thing. English. That's, that's, that's not... That's, there's Maybe not it's not consistency English. Consistency there. On that. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know the answer. That is gold. Okay. Sure. All right. Well, here, let me just tell you this before we move on. Yes. This is from the encyclopedia. Okay. They know what they're doing. That's true. A carrot spelt with a K is a measure of the fineness of gold. It's spelled with a C outside of the United States, but should not be confused with the unit to measure the weight of gems, which is uh. also called carrot. With a C. There's too many carrots, guys. Ah! Then there's the other one. <laughs> what, the oh, who did we get me started on C-A-R-R-O-T? <laughs> I mean, that's the kind we eat. I'm moving on to this story now. Great. All right. Did you guys see this? Uh, there's another day, another Taylor Swift story, am I right? She's kind of been in the news recently. Uh, recently. Always. <laughs> so... She's been hanging out with Brittany Mahomes, right? She's got, kind of got this little squad where they're doing the football thing, right? Brittany Mahomes, of course, the wife yeah. of... Patrick Mahomes. That guy. They were doing their high-five touchdown handshake and everything Chest a few weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So she might be losing her spot on the squad. Okay. <laughs> Just relax. <laughs> because some old hate tweets... I wouldn't call them hate tweets. Let me try that again. Some old... Tweets have surfaced. They're 10 years old. So Brittany Mahomes was 17 years old at the time. And 
But if we've learned anything, Taylor Swift likes to hold a grudge, right? Back in 2012, Britney tweeted this to Taylor. I want to know. I don't know if she. Yeah, she tweeted it. Okay, I want to know when you're going to find something different to write about besides boys and relationships. The following year, she posted an angry face emoji along with the phrase Taylor Swift winning everything. Probably at the CMAs or something like that or the Grammys. Hmm. Brittany has since deleted those tweets. Oh, boy. But there are screenshots. They are circulating all over the place. Swifties are not happy. It just goes to remind people what you put on socials probably going to live there forever. Right, right. Know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying, Donna. You you know what? This is going to be okay, though. I know that you're trying to turn women against women right now, Donna, (laughs) as you do. Um, Taylor Swift is in a good place. Brittany Mahomes is in a good place. Uh, Taylor has... You know, she's even squashed the beef. Didn't she have beef with Katy Perry for a little while? They squashed it. And then they took they put that beef right underneath their heels and said, Let's squash this crap. They're fine. She's a she's a uh, she has a maturity about her now. She's a beef squasher. That's all she does is squash beef. All right. She thinks so. Wow. You know, she had a song, I can't remember the name of the song, and there was a boy named Drew in the song. And I had interviewed her and I said, Why don't you just like, I guess he dissed her or something or, or like ghosted her or something. Like, why, why don't you just call him? And she was like, oh, no, absolutely not. And I was like, okay, sorry, I blew up. I was just making a suggestion. She was only uh, like 15 at the time. but Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. That's cool that you, you were able to interview her so many times. Thanks, Steve. And now she's, you know, now where she's she is. The biggest star on the planet. Really is. Crazy. I said, what's going to happen if, I don't even want to say if and when, if they break up, America's gotten really wrapped up in this Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey thing. What will happen? This won't be like any other breakup. This is the biggest relationship she's had and no other relationship is even close because your uncles know about it. Right. Your grandfathers know about Everybody it. Knows. Everybody, Everybody knows. Everybody knows about it. Argentinians know about it. Donna! How dare you? Here's the thing. I saw a few comments about her relationship. Somebody who was saying that, oh, the, these kids are going to be engaged by May for sure. Hmm. Um, I think the difference is, is that he's a big star, right? He's a very big NFL star. Yes. She's a big star. She doesn't have to dim her light for him. Queen. You know what I'm saying? I know what you mean, because sometimes there can be a little bit of men can feel emasculated if the woman in the relationship has achieved more than them in a professional right. environment. I get you. And get also, you. who wants to be in a relationship with somebody who's constantly being hounded and followed? And, you know, it's it's such an invasion of privacy Right. And if you sign up for that, that's kind of a hard pill to swallow. Yes. It it puts a strain on the relationship. But with him being just as huge of a star, 
Yeah, that kind of common way. ground helps yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they both like being celebrities. Yeah. Taylor Swift and Travis right. Kelsey. That's what, very comfortable. I yes. think you're right. Yeah, there have been some out and about things that they have done during this relationship that they could have been more private. Like, as I yes. think of when she attended the first Chiefs game and they drove away in his convertible top down. Exactly. You know, I mean, you're not exactly. exactly hiding out in the back of a Chevy Tahoe with tinted windows. Right. I mean, if they really wanted to be private, why would they be going to such public places? You know, restaurants, right. go go to someone's cabin or something and hunker down and hide and get to know each other privately. What? I didn't say anything. You gave me a look. It was a passing look and I absorbed it and <laughs> I'm moving through it all. Okay. But seriously, what's going to happen, you know? Oh, also, she's going to write a song, without a doubt. Just like she ad-libbed that line at the concert the other night. Karma is the guy from the Chiefs coming home to me. Replacing Joe even, Alwyn with, because he was the guy on the screen. And then Travis even, you know, reacted when it happened. Like uh, He had like a fanboy moment when it happened. Aww. I don't know if you saw some of the video of him dancing and responding and eating popcorn later and shaking his hips. And I guess that's Taylor Swift's dad who's beside him. Uh, I didn't watch the videos. Allegedly, supposedly, yes. Yeah, I mean, I would recognize him if I saw him. Okay. Um, But yeah, it looked very sweet. Yeah, he was wearing a Chiefs, um, I believe, uh, lanyard. That moment after the concert, too, talk about a, not stage, but we're not afraid of being public moment. He very easily could have just waited for her in the tunnel of the Argentinian venue, but instead he stands outside of the little tent where he's been hanging out for the show, and then she comes out there in front of all the cameras, jumps into his arms, bachelorette style. Um, That's nice. Yeah, it, that was planned. Wouldn't it be funny if you saw one of your neighbors, like, you know, <laughs> Judy gets home to Bob, and she gets out of the car, and Bob's, like, just finished weeding. And then she just throws her purse down, runs after him, and jumps into his arms, <laughs> legs around his waist. That would be amazing. Honey, I'm home. Aw. That would be really cute, actually. He tears an Achilles. Maybe he has ACL blows. <laughs> I always wish that I could see a proposal happen naturally. You know, like in the wild. Yeah, that would be And be, be like, oh my God, that guy's down on one knee. Aw. But not at a stadium. Mm. No, or on a jumbotron. Yeah, right, right. No, you want to see it like organically. Yes. Let's take a break. All right, that was um, fun. That was fun. You know what? When we come back, we're getting to see something, say something. Uh, we, I guess, we have a couple of plane stories, airplane-related oh stories. Yeah, we do. What's yours? So mine has to do with um. <clears throat> A singer, a Grammy nominee, maybe allegedly, supposedly, who wanted to take over the PA system on a flight. Oh, gosh. Okay. And then I've got another airline, second time in a week, where we're talking about an airline that made the right PR decision. And this time it impacted Swifties. What? Tell you about that. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, friends, what's up? It's Stevie Boy from my buddies over at the Canopy Group. Uh, they got a busy day today. Well, that's because they're helping people save money. Oh, I guess they do that every single day. Yeah, that's right. That's what they do. It's time for you to stop paying more than you should. 
on your homeowner's insurance, on your automobile insurance, the boat. Maybe you've got a, uh, a, a jet ski. You've got the cabin up north. Whatever it might be, it all needs insured. And so many Minnesotans are overpaying. Why? Because 81% of Minnesotans deal with one agent who represents one company and gives them one quote. The Kennedy Group's like, no, we can help you. We can do it a different way. Here's how they do it. 16 reputable companies that they have partnered with over the years. So then they'll take your situation to those companies. They'll bring you back a curated top five quotes from those companies, getting you better coverage at a better price. And then you've got the power. And you then will realize that that's how you save. You need options in order to save. And options is what you get when you make the switch to the Canopy Group. Go to the Canopy Group. Com. Hey everybody, welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. And where if you see something, we believe you should say something. Got a couple of things to talk about hey, here. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Shall I go first? Ladies first. Thank you. There is an artist by the name of Bobby Storm. She's a gospel singer. And she came under fire this past weekend after she shared a video of herself performing on a Delta flight after sharing that she is up for two Grammys. She ended up having a little back and forth with the flight attendant. Would you like to hear how that went? Oh, brother. Sure. Yes. Okay, here we go. Seatbelt signs off. It's not a disturbance. Have a seat. I am. Have a seat. Oh, I just found out. I'm up for two Grammys. My very first time, you guys. My name is Bobby Storm. I sing for the Lord, and my song is out on all platforms. It's called We Can't Forget Them. I want to share this with you guys. I wanted to do it when I first got on the plane, but I haven't done this in a while, so. Are you going to be quiet? But they're enjoying it. So while we're sitting here, could I please? I'm not enjoying it. So I'm asking you, can you be quiet? Okay, well, I'll yes, that up. That's a yes or no answer, please. Am I going to go to jail if I don't? Can you please answer my question? Are you willing and able to be quiet right now? I'm doing what the Lord is telling me to do. I'm asking you a question, yes or no. I'm your flight leader. I need you to follow my instruction. Okay. My instructions for you to answer my question. Are you able to be quiet? What do you guys think? I'm asking you, ma'am. I'm asking you guys. If you're not able to follow my instruction, you will not be taking this flight. Ah, okay. Are you able to be quiet? If that's the case, then that's fine. All right. Thank you. So I'm singing on a low for y'all in the back. He goes, I'll sing it low for you guys in the bag. Oh, my God. I'm so embarrassed. First of all, let me speak on behalf of the Lord. Oh, <laughs> right. I'm thinking he's like, lead me out of this. Hey, hey, right? hey. Ho, ho, ho. Well, Don't bring me in. That's some of the backlash that she's getting. First of all, someone said, uh, imagine the entitlement of thinking you're the only one with something that can bless folks. And it happens to be on an airplane where they have no choice but to hear you because they can't go anywhere. Right. This is wildly out of pocket, sis. Uh, um, another person said, you held these people hostage and used God's name in a manipulative manner. Another person, this is one of the most egotistical things I have ever seen. You think because you're Grammy nominated, the rules don't apply to you and the plane is your stage? Work on your ego. Uh, first of all, she's not even nominated as an artist. She 
contributed to an album. She's a featured vocalist on Maverick City Music's The Maverick Way. That is nominated for Best Gospel Album. They're great. I've seen them. They're great. The singer herself, not nominated. I think there's another song on the album that is nominated. Anyway. That comes across as very, hey, everyone, let's stop and celebrate me. Yes. Okay. I get it. You're excited. A project you worked on, but uh, oh, no. But no, no. No. I have she. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. My boss, Bruce, who's typically pretty hard-nosed about promotions, just gave me a promotion. <laughs> and I just want everybody to... And this is the PowerPoint. So I had a deck that I put together about a week ago. I'm going to read it to you all now. Let me just grab that out of your hand, that yes. PA mic. Oh, my gosh. The Look nerve. Look at YouTube projections. Nobody... Th- that is not the right... You... Nope. Nope. My answer is nope. Nope. To that. Nope. Uh, Thankfully, I've never seen anything like this on a plane before. You know, people just getting mouthy. Just shut your mouth. Also, when uh, she was like, but they want to hear. You didn't really hear a lot of them like, that's right. (laughs) One more verse. Come on, Mr. Flight Attendant. It sounded like crickets. I know. I'm sure she's great. I'm sure she's great, but not the place. No. Mm -mm. Or time. Don't pick off the flight attendants, please. No. Bad delivery. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Bad. Yeah. Pappy no like you. Speaking of bad delivery. Um, <laughs> okay, now let me shift our attention to another airline story. Okay. A good What's one? going on? Are airlines changing? What do you mean? Well, check this out. So there was a situation over the weekend in Argentina when the weather rolled in and then forced, uh, I think it was like the Friday night show of Taylor Swift to be pushed to Sunday, okay? So they had to change that over the weekend. And um, and I think as Taylor said, she said it was due to the weather being so truly chaotic that it would be unsafe to try and put on this concert. Good news is that I get to stay in Argentina longer is what Taylor said. said. Mm. But uh, a lot of people had travel plans that were around the initial date. So even though it just got bumped back a couple days, that can really throw things. Well, in an unusual move, L-A-T-A-M, which is South America's largest airline, offered Swifties a lifeline when it announced that it would not charge customers change fees or oh, wow. or differences in fare wow. if they rebook their return flights from Buenos Aires. The carrier used the hashtag, attention Swifties, to respond on Twitter, X. We know that your plans have changed. So starting today, we've updated our flexibility policy for those who had a flight scheduled from Buenos Aires on November 11th and 12th. Customers were told that they could rebook their return flights, get this, through November 17th. Wow. And the airline would waive ticket change fees and fare differences. So in a situation where airlines in the past, certainly there's a lot of precedent of them not being gracious, they decided to do it. It's somebody smart there. Somebody smart said this will be good PR for us. Especially with the Swifties, you know. For for sure. So many. Well, and by the way, if they had just charged change fees and uh and, and change of the difference of fare, we would not be talking about this at all because that would not be a news story. It would be, oh yeah, that's kind of just what happens in the airline industry. But when you make a choice that is so different, that's how L A T A M, the biggest South American airline, 
gets the free publicity is by doing something that isn't typical. So kudos to them and Yay. for offering the flexibility through November 17th. So you know some of those people were like, um, should we like just stay here for a few extra days? The flight's the same cost. Let's just pay for a, a hotel room for right. a few extra nights and let's see a little bit more of Argentina. Yeah, and it's good for the country. It's good for the area. Yeah. yeah. They call it Swiftonomics when Taylor lands in one of these cities that it really has a boon for the local economy there. And now we know there are people that are like waiting, flying to different parts of the world just so that they can see Taylor Swift. She truly is like one of the most powerful women in the world right now. Back, uh, the Eras Tour tweeted back on June 9th when tickets were on sale. At that time, there were more than one million people in queue for the pre-sale of the Eras Tour in Sao Paulo, Brazil. More than a million people in queue. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, people in Argentina would just straight up quit in their jobs to be in these lines. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I guess, how often does she get to Argentina? They said in May, Nashville raked in a whopping $28 million in hotel revenue during just two nights. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Ah, so well said, Donna. Thank you so much. Well, also, Holly's, uh, now I was just going to mention one thing really quick, but yeah. um, they just, this morning, they're opening up a new Central Perk coffee house in Boston, and they are honoring Matthew Perry. Well, you know, they, they, he passed away um, when they were going to open it and they postponed it because of Matthew Perry's death and now they right. are going to honor uh, his life and legacy. Oh, that's awesome. So very cool. I saw that. Wanted to say something. That's all. Holly leaves now. Bye. Thank you, Holly. Bye. Zamboni comes in next. Dirt Alert and Music News. The worst song you've ever heard? Maybe? Next. Next.